Yo, 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 Irish skirt bag. What is up, brother? How was your St. Patrick's Day? Smooch me, I'm Irish. <laughs> it was good, dude. Um, Fantastic trip with the homies. Couldn't have asked for a better uh, weekend. Um, I really don't think we could. Dude, it was, I actually, I'll say this. The only thing that could have made it better was if Waldo was there. Better golf. And that. All right, so I guess two things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could have had better golf if we woke up early enough, like we were supposed that, to. Yeah, that was not happening, though, dude. I kind of no knew, way. Like, after Thursday night, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be either we somehow rally super early." And I woke up in time, but I texted the group. I was like, "Nobody else is up." Let me text the group to see if anybody's up for this tea time. No one responded, and I said, "All right, fuck this. I'm going back to bed." <laughs> yeah, dude, I was kind of in the same boat. Like I was up, but I didn't want to be up, so I was okay with not going. Yeah, and then uh, we found this nine-hole course like five minutes down the road. Place it was, was a dump. <laughs> it was a dump, dude. It was so bad. Like the bunkers were not like barely sand, and there was just like grass growing out of them. And like anytime I was in the trap, I just like pulled it out. I was like, I'm not hitting out of that, dude. Dude, it was basically like just like packed down sand that had yeah. rained on and not taken care of at all with the weeds growing in it. Jake was in the bunker once and he took the rake. He like picked his ball up, took the rake, like hit the Raked bunker <laughs> and then put his ball back down on like actual, <laughs> like not even actual sand. It was more like dirt, but <laughs> yeah, like, it really was better just than like hitting dirt. off what it was. <laughs> better than hitting off the fucking cement that it was. Dude, I was on the green and I was on literal dirt and there was like, you know, like maybe like five or six inches of dirt. And then, like, a little lip where the grass started. Yeah. And, um, and, like, the, you know, the fringe was behind me. And I was like, this is fucking horrendous, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I didn't feel bad about playing as a seven-some. <laughs> yeah, me like, either. Dude, and then when we did eventually split, like, we were, it was me, Austin, Andy, and Jordan ahead of you guys. And we got stuck behind a single guy who was walking and, like, wouldn't let us play through. That's so then it cheeks. just got b- backed up even more. Yeah, we had like a we had a threesome or a foursome behind us, um, and they were like on our tail after the second hole when I fucking yipped one at Jordan. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, um, dude, I actually played like not that bad though. I shot a 40, 43 or forty four through nine, which is pretty good. Like that's on pace to break ninety. Score. But um, that was like the one and only time I feel like I've ever been like, fuck, I don't want to play eighteen. Like, yeah. after nine, I was like, I'm good, dude. And I'm always down. Yeah. I'm usually always down to play more golf. Even if we play 18, sometimes Jake would be like, you want to go, like, play another nine or 18? I'd be like, yeah. Nope. I was like, nah, dude. Like, I'm getting hangry. I need to get food in my stomach. I'm still hungover. I even tried to drink through my hangover. I had, like, one beer playing golf, and it was just not great. It was just not going down I had well. five. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I did that, I would have been fine, but, like, I was chilling, dude. Here's the thing. I, like, knew what kind of round it was going to be, and I was like, if I don't get drunk now, I'm going to get hungover, and then I'm going to be miserable. I was like, so let me just fucking – I I have a buzz from the night before, kind of, so let me just fucking ride that buzz and see if I can kind of pick it up a little bit. That was my motto, and, like, I knew what kind of round of golf it was going to be, so I'm just going to come out here, dude, swing this stick a couple times, hopefully I hit hit it well. Yeah, I kind of wish I took that Jordan. route because by the end of like the eighth hole, I was like, I don't, I think the last hole, I was just fucking like swinging my like five iron from like 100 yards out. I was just like, fuck it, dude. I don't feel like even going to get a new club from the cart. Yeah. I was so that fucking hungry. Stunk. 
Yeah, and that on top, if, if it was like a nicer course, I probably would have been like, all right, like I'll grab some beers from the cart girl, which there was no even cart person because I mean it's nope. not a whole course, but there was no cart person. Like even the food that they had like in the um, golf shop was like nothing, dude. It was picked apart. Like they had like obviously beer, but then they had like two different sodas and like some crackers. I was like, I don't God even damn. think that the beer that I got came out of a fridge, dude. I asked for a six pack, and he he brought out a twenty four pack and started filling a bag from the twenty four pack. I'm pretty sure it was just sitting there, probably like next to the fridge or something. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I mean, that was the only guy working there. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was the only employee. And they had a sign on there that was like, "Do you like golf? Do you want to play for free?" You come work here for a few days, like a couple hours a week or whatever, and you'll get paid and you'll get free golf. Yeah, I don't Not even bad. know if I would take that free golf, though. It's like, that's how bad yeah, the that's course true. was. It was pretty that's shitty. That's true. But you know what? At least we actually, like, found the motivation to get up and get outside after the night we had. Um, yeah. It was fun, dude. The uh, the cheesesteaks after we got, I was not impressed with. Um, no, I mean, I got buffalo chicken cheesesteak, and I thought it was solid, but, like, that's about it. It was okay. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I had the same thing at the Buffalo chicken cheesesteak, and I, I think I was just, like, so hungry. I was expecting to be, like, that's the other thing. Like, I ate that cheesesteak, and I was just still hungry. So I was like, yeah. ah, that didn't do there shit There wasn't much to it. They were kind of skimpy on the meat, and I'll give it, like, a 6 out of 10, maybe. Yeah, that's, like, peak. Peak 6 out of 10. The best food we had, though, was the fucking, uh, what was that bar we went to? When we got Where like we the got pizzas, the wings, wings and the pizzas. pizzas, and gar or not garlic knots, but uh, pick fried pickles and all that fried stuff. Fried pickles, oh, but they were that pickle fries, which I liked because yeah, they were not, not, the, not like the chips, not the chips. But some places do like full spears, and they weren't yeah. full spears either. They were oh, they were like zucchini fries, right? Like right. I do Money. like the, I do like the full spear fried pickles though. I like those. I think that's the first time I've ever had them as like fries like that. I think that's my favorite. Have you ever had fried banana peppers? No. Slaps, dude. Even better than fried pickles. I could see that. They uh they have them at this place in Myrtle. I think it's called Hanley's. You've been there, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have them there. And uh, Magoo and I got them one time, dude. We're just like, oh, we like both like banana peppers. Let's get some fried banana peppers. Dude, we fucking housed this. It was like a fat fucking tray of banana peppers fried with some ranch dipping sauce. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah, it was good. Um, I could really I'm use some. I'm stoked to have this baby so lex and i can go out to bars and like eat bar food together and have beers together again i like i'm like lex like i love you i love all parts of you in every way like at every phase of your life but man i can't wait for you to not be pregnant anymore (laughs) yeah just go out and just have that first beer after a nine nine month pregnancy is probably gonna be awesome and dude, she was like, "What do you mean, blah, blah blah?" And then I said, and then I said what I said, and she was like, "All right, like I get that." And then a couple of days later, she was like, "Man, I cannot wait to be able to go to happy hour and have a beer with you." And I'm like, "That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying." <laughs> yeah, dude, nine months. Like when you think about it, doesn't sound that long, but like when you're in it, feels like a fucking eternity. Dude, I don't even want to not smoke weed for a day. <laughs> yeah right dude imagine like not being able to have a single drink for nine months we were outside um yesterday when i was grilling and when we were eating lunch together and i said something about being roasted and she was like i wish i was the other kind of roasted and i was like yeah well you got a few more months of not being roasted and then i think you know we'll get after it 
Yeah, I mean, she's only got, like, what, two and a half months left? Yeah. April, May, and, like... What? Two months, dude. It's two months, honestly. Yeah, yeah, when you think about it. Two months is gonna fly by. Yeah. You know it's gonna suck, though? You're gonna have to fucking... Finally be able to go get that beer, and then you can't find a babysitter. Well, luckily, Cassandra lives close, but I don't want to take advantage of her either. Oh, true. I didn't think of that. I mean, what once the baby, like, gets all of its shots... Fuck it, let's go to the bar with me. <laughs> yeah, JT, you're having your first having your first beer at three months old, brother. Put some hair on first your chest bar now. Gonna be Hooters. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, um, my boy Wig was at um Chicken and Pete's the other day, and he was like, "Dude, I'm at Chicken and Pete's right now for this event, and like their food is not good." And we're all like, "Nah, it's, honestly, it's just their crab fries." Um. And he was like, and there's this fucking, like, autistic kid, like, having a scene. He's like, I'm never going out in public again. I'm staying home. Like, this is why <laughs> I don't go fu- out. This is why I got DoorDash Pro or DoorDash that Premium. <laughs> so then today we're talking about how, like, we're all trying to eat healthier and stuff. And my boy Timmy goes, I'm actually at Chicken and Pete's with fucking a burger, crab fries, and a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking reels you back in, dude. Yeah, that's how yeah. Uh, that's how McDonald's got me good. Like a few, probably like a month and a half ago. Um, so when Jake was down in Wilmington for work and a bunch of his coworkers, we went out on like a Tuesday night, and Magoo picked me up from the bar at like midnight, and I was fucking starving, dude, because I was drunk and I was just like, I want to, I, I just want to munch on something. So I was like, Yo, yeah. Magoo, come come scoop me, and I'm gonna we'll stop at the drive through McDonald's and I'll just get some grub, like we take it home. It's like, all right, so we go through the drive-thru or whatever, and it was banging, right? Like, I don't know if it's because I was drunk, but it, it hit the spot, Probably. like, put my ass right to sleep. Like, I was feeling good. So then, like, a week or two after that, uh, Shamrock Shakes, like, came out. So I was like, oh, Ooh. fuck yeah, dude, I'm going to get a Shamrock Shake. Um, or no, I, I was I ordered it for lunch on DoorDash one day when I was working. I was like, I'm going to get a, a Shamrock Shake, a fry, and some nugs. And it came, and there was fries, nugs, no shake. And I texted the the DoorDash driver. I was like, "Yo, did they have a, a like a milkshake for me?" And they were like, "Nah, there's nothing there." And I was like, "Fuck, dude!" So I was like, low key pissed. I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, yeah, I, I would understand it if I went to McDonald's and they said, "Oh, our milkshake machine's not working or whatever." But like, I paid for is. this. I paid for this, and then I paid like the DoorDash fee for it to be delivered. So I paid like a premium for this fucking milkshake, and that's really all I wanted. Like, you I can only wanted the that shit. I did, and they gave me fucking like four dollar like credit to my DoorDash account. I'm like, okay, that's like yeah. whatever, dude. Like that money's still out of my account, and I still don't have a milkshake. That four dollars on true. my next order is not gonna like. I'm not gonna be like, ooh, I get four dollars off my next DoorDash order. I, thank God that was fixed. So we went like the next night, I think it was, because I was like, I really want a Shamrock Shake. So we went to the drive-through, the same McDonald's I ordered it from ice cream machines down we're not making milkshakes and it was like dude it wasn't like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night it was like 6 30 at night like prime right. dinner time right it was right after we ate dinner and went to the gym and i was like I'm treat myself to a shake pissed four or five days goes by um i think it was like we had somebody come i think friends were coming into town or something and oh no dylan and rye it was when dylan and rye came and the night they were coming in, they weren't getting until like nine thirty, and we didn't have a planned dinner. So I was like, "I'm hungry. Like we're out doing running errands. Let's stop at McDonald's. We'll go to a different one so I can get a Shamrock Shake this time." Yeah. Pull up to this McDonald's, no fucking ice cream machine. I was like, "Are you kidding me, dude?" I went like zero for four on McDonald's Shamrock Shakes, and the one time I got one this season 
was like, you know how they do like the ice cream and then they put like the green liquid syrup stuff in it to make it like shamrock flavored or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was like a small little pinch of green stuff and just like white ice, like vanilla ice cream, dude. That's booty. <laughs> I, I should like, see if the one by me has them because their ice cream machine is usually good. Like Lex always gets Ben vanilla ice cream from there. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they like they're still doing them because uh, St. Patty's Day was last week, but they might like just until the end of March. I haven't had one of those in forever. Oh honestly, my god, dude. dude! They're so fucking good, bro. During the winter, like December, November, December, Wendy's was doing peppermint frosties. And I was like, dude, I want to get one of those. Like, I kept seeing commercials for them. So one day Lex was like, all right, let's go. So we go to the Wendy's by us. We get in line and there's a sign on the on the menu. And it's like, no peppermint Frosties, chocolate <laughs> only. And I'm like, dude, you're so beat. <laughs> dude, that's the worst when you like get it in your head that you're going to have something like from fast food. And you go there and you like take the time to actually go there and drive there. And then it's just like, yeah, you try and order it. And they're like, ice cream machine broke. <laughs> no it's not you're just fucking lazy dude i know you there's no way your ice cream machine is that broken all the time like there's no fucking way you just don't feel you like making fixed, a milkshake bro. you're a franchise you like you gotta be able to call corporate and be like get somebody out here to fix this shit it's not broken they just don't feel like making a milkshake yeah, i guarantee it <laughs> um when i i stopped at mcdick's on the way home and from savannah yeah yeah so did i got we. this uh mccrunchy it's basically like a, like a crunchy chicken sandwich, like fried chicken oh, sandwich. Oh, I, I saw that. I actually almost got that. Um, It was like a bacon ranch one, though. Pretty solid, dude. Lex recommended it. Their bacon is so mid, and they advertise it to be like good bacon, but yeah. it's like super thin and like super Rubbery. fried. Oh, like, dude, see. Like ridiculously overcooked and like dummy crunchy. And I, I want my bacon with a little fat on it, and that's uh, how they advertise me it. But too, it never but looks like that. I like my bacon chewy, but not like too chewy. Like, have you ever oh, had bacon no. from Dunkin'? Where it's just like where or Starbucks, like, where it's just like rubber you, you fucking. You bite into it and it's fucking like springs. stretching. Yeah, dude. It's like you're, it's like you're bi- biting into a mott stick. Yo, for real though, I <laughs> I hate when bacon's like that. It's like grosses it's me it's out. Fucking fake as fucking that dookie shit. Right. That's how I imagine McDonald's bacon would be though, because they're probably mass like not producing, but like they're buying it in bulk, so you know it's not the yeah. best bacon. Nah. I saw a tweet the other day. Though. I saw a tweet the other day that said food from Starbucks is 3D printed. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's so true, bro. <laughs> Probably not wrong. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I got a, when we went to McDonald's, dude, we probably drove for like an hour and a half, Andy and I. And then I was like, all right, like I'm fucking starving. Let's pull in. Got to get some gas. And the McDonald's was like connected to the gas station. So it was perfect. Perfect. Go in there, dude. I got a fucking McChicken. A double quarter pounder with cheese, a medium fry, and a Coke. Dude, I, let me tell you, like, th- McDonald's is the perfect, like, drunk slash hangover food. When you don't care about feeling like shit afterwards, like, I knew yeah. it was going to put me in a coma, and it did. I still had, like, two hours left of our drive, and I was like, oh, and Andy was fucking knocked out next to me to sleep, and I looked over, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker, so lucky, dude. Like, I would kill to sleep right now, and I was just, like, driving, listening to podcasts, and I was like, I felt it just curling in my stomach, and I was like, oh, that was good for so five let, minutes. Let me tell you about my ride home. I so I stopped for gas, right? And it's so there's like nobody there. I left pretty early. There's like nobody at the gas station, right? So I stop for gas. I'm filling up, and as I'm about to walk in, this a truck pulls up along like the opposite of the pump that I'm at, and um, this lady comes over and she's got this pamphlet, and I'm like, oh, this is bad news. And she's <laughs> like, the thing, the pamphlet, it's like, what do you think is the key to like a relationship, like love or money or all this other stuff? 
Wait, she was asking you this? Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, probably like love and time for one another. Um, and she was like, oh, do you want this? And I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. You can keep that. And just started walking away. I'm like, bro, I'm not about to get scooped up on some sex trafficking shit or get my whole fucking car jacked and just locked the, locked the doors, went in, went into the gas station. And she went, walked around the pump, got in that truck, and the truck drove off. And I was like, shady. Damn, they didn't even get gas or anything? Nope. Why? I wonder why they're asking you questions about a relationship, though. Like, how is Dude, that? Dude, they always do that shit, bro. You get the motherfuckers. They'll put like some kind of like follow Christ, and they'll put a little fucking pamphlet in your windshield so that you don't go straight to your car door. You go, oh, what's this on my windshield? And when you take that second to pause, snatch it right up. Boom! Now you're in their car. Now you're a sex slave. Damn, that's fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah, dude. I every, anytime I this is actually the first time that's happened to me, but like. I like I know that like people with pamphlets and strangers coming up to me in public, especially in like an almost empty gas station parking lot. No grazie, dude. Yeah, miss me with that, yeah. dude. That's why like uh, I think I told this story on the pod the other like a few weeks ago. But um, anytime like somebody comes up to me like that, I almost just like wave them off, which sounds rude, and I guess it is if it's like someone genuinely like needing help or something. But like ninety five percent of the time, it's either someone asking for money uh somebody asking for some sort of like service or whatever and it's never just like like there's always like a shady yeah well that but it's always just like a shady feeling around it you know what i mean yeah because it is shady right and i just was uh go ahead lex was getting a car wash one day and at the the car wash that she goes to so like you drive through and then you get out and they like wipe down everything on the inside like vacuum all your shit They, they do a really good job there and she's there, and she's like, dude, this one guy is just staring at me literally the entire time. So she was, like, driving around for mad long. He was following her the whole way. And then she drove into, like, a McDonald's parking lot, and then he was, like, I guess he, like, parked two for a little bit, but then he drove off, and he, like, so then she had, like, the McDonald's worker, like, walk her out to the car, and then she came home. Holy shit. Mad shady motherfuckers out As, there, dude. And, dude, like, we, we don't even, like, understand it to the extent of, like, a, a girl because they probably get it so much yeah. worse. But, like, I still notice it, like, when people are being shady and stuff. But I could definitely see, like, there would be times where I'm just, like, out and about and, like, kind of minding my own business, not paying attention. Like, some shit would happen. Like, I could definitely see that, like, people are just always aware of, like, what you're doing, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty scary. That's why you got to be aware of everybody else. I'd I be watching motherfuckers these days. I'd be chilling just watching. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be doing that, especially when I'm, like, just walking around, like, downtown or something. Yeah. Especially, um, like, this is going to sound fucked, but the whole, like, idea of, like, mass shootings are, like, a thing you have to worry about now. So that's, like, always in the back of my head. Like, whenever we walk into, like, a food line or something or, or a store, and I'm I'm always just, like... Like, that's almost the first thing I think of, like, most of the time when I'm, like, walking into a public place like that. I'm like, all right, what the fuck are we going to do if shit goes crazy and, like, stuff just starts popping off? Yeah. That's what you got to be, though. It sucks because you shouldn't have to live that way, dude. You shouldn't have to worry about, like, some mentally ill person walking into a store with an AK-47 and just lighting it up. But that's, like, the reality. I have a really good story. I'm glad you said that. It's actually sparked. I listened to three Rogan podcasts on on my way home. One was with this dude called Coffeezilla. And honestly, it was I remember it being good, but I don't really remember it. And then I listened to Russell Brand and I love Russell Brand. Oh, dude. And yeah. then um, the most recent one, I thought it was really good. And then 
I was like, all right, let me listen to something funny for the rest of my ride. So I threw on Theo Vaughn, way more serious than I thought. First of all, it's funny as fuck because Joe's talking about like serious shit. And then Theo's like, just was cracks it, the most crazy random joke. It's the most recent Theo one from July. Was it the, on Theo's podcast or Joe's podcast? No, it was on Joe's podcast. Um, But it was, dude, it was really good. So there's this one part. Joe was talking about this uh, shooter in a mall and mass shooter came in with like an ar and he goes kills two people within two minutes of the first shot being fired random dude pulls out a pistol shoots some hit this dude eight times out of 10 shots from 40 yards away with a pistol killed him and i was like dude i saw i came home and i said to lex i was like dude i gotta get we gotta get to the gun range and get shoot and i gotta get a couple guns and she's like, what do you mean a couple? I was like, first of all, one to have like in the house and easy to get and another one to bury somewhere outside so that when the government comes and takes all our guns, I have one out back. Um, and she's like, can't you just put it in the shed? And I'm like, no, when they, they're going to ransack the whole place. I'm not going to not check the big fucking building in the backyard if they come to take our shit. And they're definitely so gonna not going to start digging up the backyard. So we're exactly, good. <laughs> exactly. And if we're when we move to a bigger place, I'll find like hopefully we'll have more property and then I'll find like a, like this tree. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, bury it at the foot of that tree or with something like that. Um, and we, so, but we were just talking and I was like, yeah, then I gotta, gotta get my concealed carry so I could defuse the situation. If we're ever in an active shooter situation, and she's like, <laughs> I don't think you need to be doing all that. <laughs> um, but so Joe was saying how that was like a really good shot. And Theo was like, that's nice. And he's like, yeah. And then Joe's like, well, unless he has like a red dot, like, do you know what that is? And he was like, Nah, and then he's like, it's like a little sight, like on top where the irons go. There's like a little red dot there, and if you have it dialed in right, like that's exactly where the bullet's gonna go. And Theo goes, so when it turns green, you shoot. <laughs> and Joe's like, no, it just stays red. <laughs> it's not a video game, Theo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the most like random shit like that. Like, I I don't remember the other instances, but I just remember being like Joe talking about something serious, and then Theo's like. At a left field with the most bizarre question. But, but they're mean, like he, sincere too when he says shit like that. Yeah. Like he genuinely yeah. thinks like, oh, it turns green. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's like, you know, it was like a very serious podcast too. Um, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I've actually uh, watched. I don't know if you've ever watched like Theo's actually actual podcast, but he had uh, he had Logic on like I a saw few a clip days. from that. It's a pretty good episode, dude. Like Logic, like. I mean, they banter back and forth, but he goes into like his whole situation with like the music industry and like where he's at now with his music. And he talks about like his family and stuff like that. And it was kind of like that whole serious situation where he was like telling that story and Theo would just like crack random remarks that were like fucking hilarious. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, out of left field, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even left field, out of the fucking outfield. Yeah. Out of the outfield fucking seats. Yeah, speaking of the outfield seats, Cassandra sent me this uh, podcast. She was like, start listening at 44 minutes and, and then just listen on. And um, it was all about the 10 cent beer night that turned into a fucking crazy oh, yeah. fucking just brawl at, in riot. Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so highlights, they had a 10 cent beer night that Cleveland Indians were fucking terrible. So, you know, everybody would come and get and get hammered. They had great attendance that game. Everyone's pissed drunk. People are streaking the whole fucking time. And then people are getting violent and they start throwing shit. And a bunch of fans come onto the field with like bats and knives and shit, like ready to, to hurt people. 
the Texas Rangers leave their dugout with all their bats, and the Indians are like, well, if we don't go support them, we're going to be dead, or they're all going to be dead, so we got to go fucking fight on their behalf. And then <laughs> um, the refs ended up calling the game. Somehow nobody dies. Um, but then they did another one, like a week later, another 10-cent beer night. Well, didn't they have, like, record night or something there, too, of, like, wasn't it, like, something about rock and roll or some, like, they hate, like, rock and roll was, like, hated on the come up or whatever, so they just had, like, a bunch of, like, vinyl records that people were throwing and smashing, and... I didn't, I didn't hear about all that. I'm pretty sure that was part of it. There had to be, there was something to do with, like, the music or, like, the radio host that was, like, calling the game or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember watching a YouTube video on that, like, a few years ago. Nope, I got nothing. But I mean, could you imagine ten cent beer night? Oh, Jesus Christ! I know, I know. I think (laughs) that the regular price of beers was like a dollar or something like that, maybe like sixty-five cents. They equated it to no, this is what they equated it to: a four-dollar beer today would be sixty-five cents. Oh my God, dude! Dude, yeah. man. Dude, the fucking bowling alley across from uh Coastal 8 810 had like dollar yeah. beer nights and they had to stop that because it was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't there for that, but I remember hearing about it when I came down. Um I would love dollar beers, dude. Dude, it was nice too because it wasn't just like, oh, Miller Light, Bud Light. It was like you get like a blue moon. I mean, the cups weren't like they were like that big. It was still like probably yeah. a th- three quarters of a regular beer but it was yeah. on draft in a fucking plastic cup for a dollar dude you could go there and spend like five bucks and get hammered not bad yeah and then after like two weeks they're like okay we uh actually can't do this anymore this, this is bad for everybody's health yeah um do you want to talk about real baseball i would love to talk about real baseball let's talk about real baseball dude um japan won the world baseball classic honestly bro it was an amazing game, and it makes me excited for the future of the World Baseball Classic, right? Because I feel like during, like, pool play and stuff, it was like, oh, like, players are getting hurt. Like, there's, like, some bad downsides. It's really only bad for players that got that get hurt and their team's owners. That's pretty much it. And But it's like the players love it so much. Like the players love being there. They love putting on their country's jersey and playing for their country. And like it's just like the international vibe is amazing. Like I don't want to see it go anywhere. Dude, it's their World Cup. Like that's how they view it. Yeah. And bro, the viewership for the World Baseball Classic was better than the World Series. Dude, it was blowing all major sports like viewership, like better than the NBA Finals, World Series, Super Bowl. Like it's because it's a worldwide event. It's just not as big here because, I mean, MLB is big in the United States, but like baseball is so serious in a lot of other countries, dude. Like Japan, like they that's like soccer for. I was gonna say, dude, Japan, like they probably have the second best professional league in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um and like. They're good, dude, and they're all fundamentally so good. Yep, like they're. And it's the so thing. weird, like their lineup, like one through seven, is just like I feel like it's Solid. Out, outside of like Otani. They're all like MVPs or like they're like the dream team of Japan, basically. And like obviously, yeah, like our yeah. lineup, USA's lineup, is stacked to the fucking brim. But they're just as good, dude. And they proved that. Yeah, they really are, dude. And 
it's crazy because it's like maybe you don't even want to leave Japan to go play in America. You know what uh, I mean? You probably make a lot more money in America. Yeah, but is it worth it? Probably more money. You got to leave like your entire family. Like you pretty much go in there alone. And like, I mean, America's low key, like a little bit of a laughing stock of the world right now. Are you like eager to go there? I don't know. I, I guess it depends on the your situation and how much money you could get. Paid. Right. Like, yeah. And also I feel like the major league baseball is just like kind of looked upon like around the world as like the world stage for baseball. Yeah. Like, I think even the Japanese understand, like, the MLB, like, the World Series, all that is kind of just, like... I mean, think about it, dude. Everybody from every country goes to the MLB to play. Like, all the Venezuelans play in the MLB. Puerto Ricans play in the MLB. Yeah, but that's different because their professional leagues are nothing compared to the, the MLB. Yeah. And I would rather go from Venezuela to the U.S. I feel like Japan's a good quality of living over there. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And you don't like, get, I feel I, like Japan's a, like a solid country, right? Like if I could speak Japanese, I'd consider moving there. Dude, I would go to Japan in a heartbeat for like vacation. Oh, for vacation for sure. My boy Chris went. He said it was absolutely gorgeous. She was showing me pictures. It was it was, it was beautiful. Yeah, my uh, my brother Jordan is actually going. I think this summer for two weeks to like study abroad in Japan in Tokyo. Dude, that's a great that's a great choice. Can he speak Japanese? He can. I was gonna say he's got to be able to, right? That's a bold to go study abroad. There, you can't. Speak yeah, it. no, he's been uh, he's been like learning Japanese on on his own. I think for like four or five years now, he's actually pretty fluent. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, the kid that that kid is like one of the smartest people I know, dude. He just like has a something in mind that he wants to do, and he just fucking does it. That's not bad. I was like, I told him, I was like, dude, you got to try all the fucking food you can. Like, I would, I would literally go to Japan just for the cuisine. Like, I don't really need to see anything else there. I just want to, like, see the city of Tokyo and try all the food I can. I want to, they have night golf in Japan. I'm interested yes, in that. Yes, I have seen that. Um, And I also want to snowboard. Uh, I didn't even realize, like, there were mountains like that in Japan. Yeah, bro, they be shredding out there. <laughs> they be on that fresh pow. The fresh pow all year round or no? Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, Japan would be a dope spot to visit, dude. I'm gonna, it's gotta be on my bucket list of places to visit. I just love, yeah. I love Japanese food. Like it's like my outside of Mexican food and American cuisine, obviously Japanese is right there. Sushi, sashimi, and all like that Asian style of food. Oh man. Fuck me up. Yeah, the Asians make a good food. They do. And it's all healthy for you, too, dude. It's not like you eat a fucking cheeseburger over here and you feel like you're going to explode for the next three hours. Hey. You eat sushi, you, you feel like healthy full. Yeah. Hey, man, brother. The food here in America is so bad, bro. Yeah, it really is. When I uh, When I went to Europe in 2019, dude, that was like... My mom and I have always just been, like, foodies. Like, we love trying. Like, there's nothing I won't try. If I try it and I don't like it, I know I don't like it. But I won't be like, oh God, yeah. I don't I don't want to try that. Like, I'll still I'll always try, try something. Right, right. Because how am I going to know? Like, you can't judge food based off of how it looks. You eat food. You don't fucking stare at it all day. Facts, so, dude. Johnny's out here with the bars. <laughs> I mean, you could stare at it all day, but it's going to go bad. You got to eat that shit up. Um, does but it, what? Does it, hit your appetite different when you're looking at it if it's cold 
Uh, probably if yeah, it's something probably, that's bro, supposed think about, like, to be warm. Cold pizza versus warm pizza, they look totally different. Oh yeah, warm pizza looks so much better than cold pizza, but cold pizza does taste good. So I don't know if that's like the greatest yeah. example. No, but I just mean like they will look different, so things could look less appetizing. Yeah, um, for sure. But dude, when we went to Europe, like all like the Spain, the food we got in Spain, like the tapas and like the small plates and. Even the stuff that, like that, I was hesitant to like enjoy in France, like because they they do a lot of like breakfast foods that are like croissants and like just like not your basic like breakfast food you would find here. Still tried it, and I was like, "Damn, this shit is slaps!" Like we're at a very basic like market right now, like something that you would equate to like Food Lion or something in the United States, and like all the food just feels so much more fresh and like readily available. It is, dude. The food in Europe is so much better for you. They don't fill it with all that fucking bullshit. Europeans are so healthy because their food doesn't kill them. Yeah. Ooh, Johnny, you're going to turn me into a conspiracy theorist tonight. <laughs> but no. that's the thing. There's nothing conspiracy about it. Like, it's known fact that the food that's made in America, that's sold in America, is literally killing you, giving you cancer, and then sending you to a doctor to take some fucking drugs. It's That's all, why it's the Food and Drug Administration. They they work together. They're, they're I mean, team. dude, it all comes down to the, like American greed. That's what it is. All that preservatives all is like is, we're trying to preserve this food so that we can make a profit off of more food, and then in turn, those preservatives are gonna fucking kill you and give you cancer. But in turn, if you get in cancer, you're gonna go see a doctor and get all these prescriptions. That's just gonna make us more money on the prescriptions that you're buying and all this stuff. It's really, really irritates dude, me, dude. There's this uh, new Alzheimer drug on the market. That doesn't work. And the FDA knows it doesn't work. The FDA's like, yeah, there's like limited, you know, effects. Like it's it's, it's really not that great. But this, there's limited benefits, but like the side effects are like pretty serious. But it's okay. Like you can just take it anyway if you have Alzheimer's. I mean, you're fucking losing your shit anyway, so who cares? Um, and I think it's made by Bayer is making it. I could be wrong. And I don't want to get like sued for defamatory language, but they are like, so, so they're creating another one now. All right. We're going to, we're going to go make another one then we'll just we'll do that. And then when that one doesn't work, you buy that one too. But when you get sick from what our drugs do like cause, well, don't worry. We got another drug from that. Yeah. 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 It's going to cost you some bread, but we got it. And dude, like I'm not claiming to be a scientist or anything. And obviously like there are definitely like research that goes into proving that these drugs work, but how much of it is like the drug actually working. And then also just like, um, what's that? What's that like thing called when you like think placebo? Yeah. How much of it is just placebo dude in clinical trials? Probably a lot. Right. I mean, dude, um, I just took some Zyrtec for my allergies like two hours ago when Maggie got home and I was reading like the box and it said like health with, cough uh runny nose stuffy nose like head congestion all this stuff and i was like okay and i took it i don't feel any better i don't feel any better dude yeah dude some of it's just placebo and like placebo is very real especially in clinical trials you'll have mad people being like oh yeah like i feel these benefits and like ah fucking dickhead you aren't even taking it but they probably add it to the number of people that do and then it makes them look better Mm mm-hmm and yeah. so there's this um I don't I should do more research when I talk about things. But there's this guy from back in the day who said that like 90% of everything that you hear is bullshit. 
Like it's le- like it's legit bullshit. So I, I don't know. You, maybe you shouldn't believe this, but that's just like what this old philosopher said. Ninety percent of everything you hear is bullshit. And then another guy said that like seventy five percent of more of all like clinical trials and like all science research in general is like sponsored by a for profit entity that's like trying to make money off of it, and it's like biased and swayed that way. So if you multiply like like think about there's pretty much all the science is BS. So, so like these entities give science programs money to do their research, and like that's how. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's so fucked. So, like Pfizer will be like, "Hey, science company, we created this drug, and we need we need somebody that's not us to test it because, you know, we can't test our own drug and then submit that. So you got to test it for us. We're gonna give you mad bread. Don't worry, we'll give you a little something on the back end too. And uh, yeah, just make our numbers look good. Yeah, that's so fucked. That's not science at that point, dude. And here's the thing. It's always like if you're looking for an answer, you can find that answer. That's that's how it is in the world. That's the way life works. So it's like if you're like creating a drug and like, oh, I want it to do X, Y, and Z, then your brain is going to make you more likely to go with evidence that makes X, Y, and Z true. You know what I mean? Yeah, no matter what the side effects are. Yeah. People aren't skeptical enough, dude. You got to be professionally skeptical when you have a real job. I wonder if, like, it comes down to, like, artificial intelligence and, like, machine learning is going to start creating, like, these drugs. But then you think about it. All the information that AI and ML use is, like, information that humans have ingested it with. So, who knows? Yeah. I don't know, dude. The world's fucked. I, I was scaring the shit out of Lexi the other day. We were, I was talking, <laughs> telling her. I told her how, like, I want to live in the middle of nowhere. And she was like, why? I was like, my, like, so I was telling her about, um I'm, I know we've talked about it before, but I was telling her about, like, the 15-minute cities um and the, uh like, Agenda 2030 to, like, get everybody to move into these, like, super highly, like, surveillance cities and uh then she's like so like what's your plan and i was like honestly i was thinking if i move far enough into the middle of nowhere maybe they'll just forget about me <laughs> i mean hey. right like like maybe they're only gonna take people from like the more populated areas maybe if you're literally just in the middle of nowhere fucking off they're like whatever dude who gives a shit about that guy yeah they're not gonna go out to the mountains of montana to get one guy and his family i was like but bro in magnolia sitting ducks bro you know we're getting shipped away to philly or camden oh yeah dude because you're you're right there you're 20 minutes outside the city they're just gonna exactly come and scoop bro. you up and exactly. that's like uh how far of the last of us did you get get to i haven't watched any more of it you just saw the first episode no i saw the first two or three oh i think it's episode three where they like it, it's almost like that like the surviving people that aren't infected start getting like picked up in like these military trucks and stuff and like moved to these QZs. But I mean, that's because it's like, yeah, but then they fucking are killing all the people that don't even have it. They're just yeah. healthy people. Yeah. Because they're like, Oh, the less people here, the less people to get infected. Yo, did you hear the news? What news? There's a new fungus. Is it the fucking, the last of us fungus? The anchor on news said specifically it's not like The Last of Us, but it sounds like it's like The Last of Us. What's it called? So it's called, 
I don't know, look up new fucking fungus. It's apparently they're saying it's because of COVID. Now we have this fungus, but you know, normally humans are safe because these fungus can't, or this fungus can't live in higher than 94 degrees. So you're like, okay, you're good. But now they're like, wait, 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 global warming. Earth is getting hotter. Fungi are adapting. Maybe they can mutate. And then next thing you know, they can survive up to a hundred degrees and the human body sits at 98 and we're all going to die from this fungus. It's the most deadly thing that there's ever been. I mean, that's, or, that's literally that's what they how tell us now. Started. That's what they tell us now in 2023. Right. And then once they finish developing that fungus in a lab in 2028, then they're like, Whoa, oh, here you go. Whoops. Oh man, global warming. It's all your guys's fault. Um, I think global warming is super real for the record, but I think that, that they're going to use it as an excuse. Will take advantage of it and find a way to use it as an excuse every time. Can Candida auris? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Frightening new fungus Candida auris. What is it? I don't know. Fox News, tell me. CDC deadly fungus spreading at alarming rate. Allow ads on Fox News. Yeah. Okay. Fuck off, dude. I'm just trying to read this shit. Uh. Cases of a potentially deadly fungus have risen to an alarming rate, sparking a warning a warning from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that is an urgent threat in a recent release about a new study published in the uh, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I hate ads. Stop advertising to me. I'm trying to read something. I don't care about your fucking Mazda. Well, Fox News got to make that paper somehow, baby. Fuck Fox News. Uh, yeah, fuck them all. Cases have soared nearly 200%. From 476 in 2019 to 1400 in 2021. Is the oh, type no, of yeast. 1400 cases. That's so small in the grand scheme of things, dude. I feel like they're just saying this to like yeah. scare people that are like, oh, let's see what new disease is around so I can get scared of it. Yeah, dude. They just want to, it's fear mongering. That's what the media does. Yeah. They probably were like, fuck, dude. Global warming was supposed to be our next thing, but the people aren't scared enough of global warming. So let's create. Another thing, another thing that's going to kill you. They're like, oh, people are watching this show about a killer fungus infecting the entire world. Let's start a new killer fungus that has 1,400 cases yeah. and scare as many people as you can with it. That's how they are. They're like, what are the people attached to? What are they watching right now? Next thing you know, they're going to create like fucking lightsabers with legs that go around killing people because everyone's watching The Mandalorian. That'd be wild. Great fucking episode last night, by the way, if you haven't seen it. I haven't it. watched any of it. We're like halfway through the season now, dude, and it's been that might be the best Star Wars show like ever. Out of all the I shows, should've, I should have watched that last night. I had about an hour to kill. I watched Full Swing instead. Last night's episode was only like thirty minutes. Well, I would have watched the first episode because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, true. I hate that they do. Uh, that's like the, my one gripe with them is one week it's like a fifty-minute episode and then it's 30 minutes and then it's like an hour and 10 it's just like give us an hour i mean i guess that makes sense because it's like i don't want to have to like watch things that are forced to make it an hour long like if you get all the story out in that time yeah i take back what i said i don't mind that the last of us is like that they they vary from like 40 yeah and and i think that's why i think that's why those shows are so good because they're not just giving you a bunch of added crap to fill like the time slot of it being having to be an hour or but then at the same time, they're also like taking the extra time. Like if a story needs more time to develop and like add the detail, they're not yeah. fucking cutting you short. Right. And leaving loopholes. Exactly. 
Um, did we I ever think about? Go ahead. Did we finish talking about baseball, or did we just kind of? No, fucking... we got we got to there from baseball. I think <laughs> that's the epitome of the show, dude. Yeah. Um, but the game was fun, dude. Um, the Phillies did well. Schwarber hit a dinger. Trey Turner hit a dinger. Um, that Jeff Schwarber McNeil at bat good. was awesome, dude. Like twelve yeah, bro, pitch at bat, he, he was, was so on it casually. He's just like <laughs> chewing on some gum, dude. Just yeah. laid back, chilling, bro. Hitting and he's tanks. like, okay, throw throw me this hundred mile an hour fastball. I'm gonna fucking hit a nuke, <laughs> dude. He had like four foul balls that were home runs. And I was like, like, upper deck. Yeah, dude. dude. And then I was sitting there watching. I was like, damn, Schwarby's on top of this, dude. Like, he's going to fucking put one out. And then I saw the bat, the ball come off the bat. And I was just like, oh, that was crushed. Yeah, just hang one. (laughs) He's got a sweet swing. I love watching him hit baseballs, dude. Like, his swing, his ball to bat skills is just crazy. Trey Turner had an awesome tournament. He hit, like, six home runs. In a few games. He actually hit another one today in spring training. First day back. Went Yabo. Not bad. I'll take it. Um, and, dude, the, Sh- the Shohei and the Mike Trout. Two outs. Bottom of the ni- – or top of the ninth. Three-two count. Yeah, that you was – that's like, that's like the dream scenario, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's like- scripted. WBC is scripted. Well, did you see Otani and uh, Trout were like in the beginning walking out like with their flags? With their flags, yeah, yeah. I saw something about that. I didn't. I didn't watch the beginning of the game. I tuned in uh, right when they put that Lupe pitcher in. I think it was maybe bottom of the second. Yeah. Um, I saw like his first pitch. That was where I picked the game up. It was tied one one. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty frustrating to see our our lineup get shut down like pretty much all game. But that's just yeah, a testament they- to how good Japan is, dude. Yeah, I think it was a game plan too. Like they were saying it on the on the on the broadcast, like to bring Otani. They, were, they were all the same pitchers, but slightly different. But they all had the same kind of game plan. Yeah, um, and it worked, dude. That's Jeff McNeil looked good. He pinch hit. Oh, five, that, oh, two oh balls. my god, dude! That that second walk he had, that take for ball four was unreal, Ballsy, dude. dude. I think I don't think he didn't swing at a ball outside of the zone. No, like. His first at bat was four zero and a walk. His second at bat was a walk, but it went full count. He swung at both the strikes and fouled them off. Yeah, and the fucking the pitch he took for ball four was like a splitter at the knees, and he knew it immediately. That it was a ball. He like the ball fucking passed him. He tossed his bat and started walking at first. I was like, cool. oh, dude, that, he could have got close, he could have gotten rung up on that. It would have been a wrong call, but it was close, dude. Yeah, and I know they went the other way. I think there was one where uh, Jap- one of Japan's players got like called on strike three and it was just below the strikes and like barely hit it yeah um if it did at all and i was like well sometimes they go that way that's just the refs honestly weren't very good last night no they weren't um but like they're not gonna be three years from now it's not gonna matter dude the robo ups are coming that's true i want to see i don't think it matters either for it didn't, next... like, change the game, really. No, nah, no. Nah. For the next WBC, dude, all I ask is that we have some sort of pitching for our team. Because if we had, like, two of the top American pitchers, we probably would have won. Let's be real. Yeah. Yep. Like, our pitching was terrible. We had Adam Wainwright was our ace, dude. The dude's, like, 42 years old and tweaked his hamstring throwing a baseball. Like, 
Yeah, the give Avengers us, were a bunch of dudes that I didn't know. Give us one of uh, Lance Lynn, though. I love me some Lance Lynn. I wish he pitched the oh, final. Oh yeah, I know that name. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of the games. Um, to be fair. Give us like one Garrett Cole or Degrom dude or a Scherzer, and we're fine. Verlander, Are Yankees even? allowed to play? Yeah, we had a uh, backup catcher was Yankee Higashioka, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're just like. And Glaber played for Venezuela, um, but for the most part, like. The Yanks don't really like their players playing in it because they don't. We dude, we're already injured. Like we, I'm I'm okay with that. That's like, true. That's we're already true. getting so fucked by injuries. I don't want to see like half of our lineup go out there and get hurt. Reese Hoskins got carted off today with a leg injury. He got carted off. That's what that's what the uh, notification said. Oh damn, that's yeah. not good. Bryce Harper is going to miss the 60 day IL, so he might return before the All Star break. That would be fire. I always forget that he's going to be out. He went through Tommy John, right? Yeah. Yeah. UCL, the same thing that Brock Purdy had. Yep. Um, I saw this list today. It was a tweet from ESPN. It was like their MLB top 100 oh players. Oh, my God. That list was garbage. And they they had three screenshots in there, and they were just like random dudes. And now that I think about it, maybe it makes sense, but they had Bryce Harper at 58, and maybe that's because he's going to miss a big chunk of the year. But like, if you're just ranking the top 100 players in the league, Bryce Harper is way higher than Bryce 58. Harper's top 10, probably, dude. They had Julio Rodriguez probably. at number five. He's proven nothing. Like, he's a good rookie last year. He's a good ball player, but he's not a top 10 player in the league, dude. Well, like, apparently he has like the third most 20. odds. Maybe, 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 but probably not because you got to figure like a good chunk of that. Like those guys are pitchers, are pitchers. too. Dude, they didn't have a pitcher in their list until, like, number 17 or something like that. I'm like, you're telling Damn. me there's 15, 16 other better players than Jacob DeGrom when he's healthy? No shot. But, like, maybe. Because those guys Hard play maybe. every night. Yeah. Just because of, like, what they do for your team. I wonder what the war is like for, like, a pitcher versus... Um, like, do they have pitcher war, and do they do it, like... If they could make it as, like, a... How many wins in the entire season are you generating for your team? You know what I mean? Probably more so than players, but uh, the only reason it's not higher than players is because you don't play as many games. But I feel like there's a higher chance to generate more war every time you take a mound as a starter. Yeah, but you could also have a few bad outings. And like like I'm saying, like if you get a zero for every game that you don't start in, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I yeah, feel like I that would have affected like, a, a good bit. I know. But if you uh, throw a complete game where you go like seven strong, one earned then your war is pretty fucking high because that's like your team should always win. If you can go seven strong, one earned, if you, if you can't have a fucking reliever come in the eighth and your closeout guy in the ninth, and you give up one run and you lose like one, nothing or two or two, one. That that won't hurt your war though. Cause it, that's not the same as like, I mean, unless you leave men yeah, on base, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if, if the runners on base are your guys and then somebody comes in and they score, then that's on you. But yeah, yeah. No, but that's what I mean. Like, if you're doing all that, then you sh- your team should win. So your war should be high for that. Right, right. Yeah, I guess it evens out because you only get, like, a healthy pitcher all year gets, like, 34, 35 starts max. Um, one through five in the rotation. And then, obviously, like, field players, healthy season. They're looking at, like, 150, 155 100? games. Yeah. Now, I, Aaron Judge played, like, over 150 games last year. Damn. season. That's like generally, that's like with no IL stint, you know, getting a day off once every two weeks, maybe. How many games they got? A buck 60? Yeah. That's a lot, dude. Yeah. It's a lot of wear and tear, dude. People don't realize like how 
like taxing baseball season is on players' bodies because they're like, oh, they're not running up and down a court for fucking thirty minutes every night. But it's like, no, they're not. But they're traveling every day. They're fucking preparing with warm ups every day. Like a baseball game is not just you show up to the field and play. Like you got to be there like hours in advance, which I'm sure yeah. is true for most sports. But there's just like different preparation methods for a baseball game. I'm trying to see if I can find uh, what are these called? Oh, here we go. Player appearances. Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson played in 162 games last year. Yeah, they're the only two. Yep. Swanson's the only one that started 162. What, did Olson come in for like a pinch hit or something? Sub. Yeah, he must have. He started 161. Francisco Lindor, 161 of each. Pete Alonso, 160 of each. That's so valuable in, in today's sport, dude. Being that available for that amount of games. like The highest guy on the list for the Phillies was Reese Hoskins. Tied well, for 29th with 156 games played. What was what's Judge at? Like, I'm pretty sure he was like 148 or 150. 157. 157. He started 153. Damn, that is a lot of fucking ball. Yeah. Oh, Schwarby is uh 155. Oh, Alec Bohm's up there too. That's crazy with the way last year started and Alec Bohm played in 152 games. Yeah, after like the first two weeks, he was like, fuck this place I hated here. And then played in. Dude, it was the first game. Yeah, Was it really? Yeah. Jesus. Speaking of the first game, opening day is next week. A week from today. Yes, it is. I'm kind of pissed. I think Lex and I are going to go to the game. Oh, you son of a bitch, dude. I'm going to be stuck in the office, gonna... so it's not even like I can watch the game. We're going to be in Fort Lauderdale next week, and the Mets open the season in Miami. It's like 45 minutes. We might just like Lex, we were looking at car prices on Toro last night. We can get one like relatively cheap and ticket prices are cheap. The Marlins are ass, dude. Their stadium's empty always. It's the new stadium to hit too. That's where they just played the game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Lex said. She's like, dude, we can hit another stadium too. And I'm like, hell yeah. That'd be tight. This will be be number five. Numero five? No, this will be number six. Oh yeah, because Yankee Stadium for you, right? Yep. Yep, Yankee Stadium, Pirates, D.C., Nationals Park, and then Citizens Bank, City Field, and now Lone Depot, if Lone we go. Lone Depot. Yeah, it'll be fun, dude. Miami's always going to be – like, that'll be nice, too, because the weather will probably be good. Yeah. Philly's going to play in Texas. I don't know if we could get there. That'd be probably a pretty pricey Toro, a lot of time, a lot of gas money. Probably gonna miss the flight home. It's like a whole thing to go to Texas. So the Yanks right, are uh, stay in Miami. Yanks are playing the Giants at home. Okay. Sucks, dude. I'm so mad. I can't watch it. It's like the what one. What are you fun- doing? I have to go into the office in Virginia next week for professional uh, development days. So from Monday to Friday afternoon, I'll be stuck in the office. Booty cheeks. Yeah, of course, it's the week That's fucking tough. opening days. Like, I'm so annoyed. What time do the Yanks play for? One. Mm. So it's not even yeah, like that's I, tough. It's not even like I could, like, you know, dip out of the office. Just go an take hour a shit, early. bro. 
<laughs> Take a three-hour shit. <laughs> no, two. Two fifteen. <laughs> two fifteen. Sorry, dude. I'm a little constipated. It's gonna be a minute. It's a pitch cloth, dude. You'll be out there in less than two and a half hours. Yeah. Might have to. I'm not gonna like it, dude. After watching last night's game, I'm like, dude, this game would be different with a pitch clock. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause like there's times where players are like like the ball comes in and like they gotta like get their legs out of the way and then they'll like step over home plate and get to the other side and then they're like Yeah, you gotta rush you gotta to do all that time. now. Yeah, dude. I'm like, it's gonna be a lot different. We'll see how it works out. I uh I was watching Talking Yanks today and they were talking about Garrett Cole pitching with the pitch clock and yeah. really the the way that Cole gets hit, like you hit Garrett Cole by like just jumping on his fastball. And they were talking, they were like, dude, I wonder if this pitch clock is going to fuck with Cole because, like, uh, hitters aren't going to have a lot of time to think about what he's about to throw you. So what if they're just like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to sit on the fastball. And, like, you're just going to run That's into a lot more do. fast. Right, dude. You're not going to have time to think about pitch selection and stuff like that. So you're just going to jump I think fastballs. that's almost like just like a good go-to, like a good default. Sit fastball and then adjust if it's something off speed. I mean, but, yeah. And, like, dude, you- pitchers are throwing so fucking hard these days. Like – well, dude, you can't what, sit. You can't sit slider and like adjust to a fastball because it's blown exactly. by you by the time you fucking adjust. Exactly. That's how you hit a baseball. Is you sit fastball and adjust to a breaking ball or anything like that. I would take Garrett Cole yard. Four fifty dead center. <laughs> I a need a D Marini though. <laughs> yeah, give me a D Marini metal bat, and no, I might get it shit, out of the bro. infield. <laughs> I'm going over the fence. If you got 100 pitches against Garrett Cole, how many do you think you'd make contact with? Six. Really? Yeah, they're not going in play. But I think I could foul six off. You think so? Give me like a week to practice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could fucking... It'd be cool to stand in there and look at some pitches, but I don't think I could even fucking comprehend how to hit that. I could stick my bat out at one. I could bunt one. I could definitely bunt one. If he I'd throws me a meatball, one, dude. yeah, me too, dude. That ball's gonna hit the fucking bat and hit me in the face or some sh- some shit like that. Dude, he's gonna throw a hundred five mile an hour heater. I don't even think he can hit one hundred five, but he's gonna do it. And I'm gonna be like this, ready to bunt. Yeah, bro. And it's gonna my first of all, it's gonna hit. My thumb's gonna snap backwards, break, and then the bat's gonna smoke me in the dome. It's just gonna be bad news. Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just hold my bat out like this. Oh my god, I played little league with this kid who bunted like that, dude. He would go up to the really? plate. He, just... he would go up to the plate and just hold it like this. Yeah, and, like let the ball bounce off. Every team had one of those back oh in the day. Oh my god, dude, just stick him out in right field. <laughs> let him shag balls, run some shit down. That's all you can do with him. There was this one time uh, we had this rule in little league where like every kid had to play at least three innings of each game. And I played um, my one of my best friend's dad was our coach one year, and he pretty much just played me when I wasn't pitching. I played first base all game, and he would like substitute other kids out. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I was not, I was like a little too advanced to be playing little league still. Yeah, I, I dead ass would go play like middle school baseball and have a game on like a legit size field, like a legit baseball field, and I'd pitch from like 60, 65 feet or sixty feet two inches or whatever, whatever it is, and then yeah. I would have a little league game after because it was like my last year of eligibility. So I'd come back to the Little League field, dude, and just ball out on these fools. I'd be, like, fucking 13 playing with, like, 12 or 10, 11, 12-year-olds. I played Little League for too long, but that was because we had to play Little League in order to try out for All-Stars. 
Yeah. You had, you had tryouts Ars, Ars for All Stars. Yeah, our, well, it was I think it was Cal Ripken, but it was the same deal. Oh, so we had like our little league season, and then we like the coaches would just pick a team of All Stars to go play like for like towards the little league World Series. Yeah, I mean, no, we had tryouts. We never like got out of and like, then the, the first round picked. or anything, but we won districts one year. Went to states. That was a lot of fun. That dude, that was so much fun. We got shitted on first game, absolutely shit on. And then we went through the losers bracket. It was double elimination. Went through the losers bracket. The team that beat us in the first game, we played them in the championship, but we had to beat them twice. Right. First game, we were down six six inning games. We were down one in the bottom of the six with two outs, and I got two. I was batting, got two strikes on me. Fucking poked one up the middle. Two runs scored. We win. Lived to fight another day. Ooh. The next game went nine innings, and we won. Damn, can't a little comfort. Dude. Did you play yeah. both games in one day? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, back to back days. Yeah. That's fun. Dude, fire. it was so much fun. Yeah, I always uh And I then we know. went and got rolled at States. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh you played high school baseball, right? Um, I played high school my freshman and sophomore year. But I didn't really I played J V both years. I didn't really care about it too much. Did you uh did you ever have like tournament days where you would go like to a, another school or like another thing and just have like three games in one day? No, we never did tournaments for baseball in high school. Oh, uh, dude, it was the you would literally wake up at like five a.m., hop on the bus with your team, fucking get to the tournament like uh, wherever it was being hosted at like seven o'clock, seven thirty, and from then on until like six p.m., you would just play baseball all day. It was fucking awesome. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't think our teams did that, but dude, so my sophomore year, I was I was still I was playing soccer on the time at the time, um, and I had to travel to it, and I was like, yeah, like I'm gonna have to miss like some games for soccer, and my coach was like, I don't really fuck with that, and I was like, whatever, like that's what I want to do, and I'm still one of the best, I'm one of the best ones on the JV team, and I would like come up for some varsity games, um, so I'm like. You can count me if you want, but you're not going to because, like, I do things on this team. Um, and we had a state game, and I left the game early to go to practice. I just didn't give a fuck about baseball in high school, dude. I got in. I I was on the bench. It was a state game. I pinch ran twice. Both times I stole. The first time I stole second and third and then scored on a hit. The second time I stole second and scored on a hit. So I'm like, dude, I kind of did my job here. Like, right. <laughs> I'm pinch run. I scored two runs for you. I Let me get out bases. of here. I think I'm good. Let me bounce. I got a game. But I didn't tell him about it before the game. So I was like, ah, I kind of forgot to tell you. But yeah. I, I'm a bounce. Um, the next game, we ended up losing the next game. And it was against this team who was like, okay. But they had one nasty pitcher who was throwing heat. Like, best pitcher in our conference. We just happened to see him in the state playoff. And we got one dude on base, and it was my neighbor that lived across the street and, like, loved this kid, but bigger dude. I was for sure faster than him. And I was like, mm, I'm sure you enjoy some speed on your base pass, but instead <laughs> I fucking drove here with my friends that I'm watching from the sideline because you didn't even dress me. Oh, that's whack. Could have fucking, yeah. fucking scored from second, but you wanted to be We petty. lost one nothing. You see? Exactly. That's on your coach. Yeah. Um the next two years I ran track junior and senior year, but we had, um, we would do track would do weekend meets on Saturdays and you would get to get to high school and leave mad early. You'd all go together. And but it was only the good kids. 
because like you had to run, you had to qualify to go to certain events. So we would go to these weekend meets and run like specific events that you didn't run at your everyday meet. Yeah. Um, like we we wanted to run a four by one at Penn Relays. Like Penn, that's a big deal. So we wanted we wanted to do that. We were pretty quick, and we had to go to these weekend meets to run a four by one because you don't do that in a normal like school v school meet. So we had to go to like special meets to qualify for them. So we'd go there and like run a four by one. I would long jump because I qualified, um, and yeah, just hang out. But we would bring probably like fifteen to twenty people, all doing like different events for the most part, and we just hang out all day, dude. Those are my favorite days. I I love track because it was a lot of chilling. Yeah, ah, I did track for two years, and that was like I liked the meets, like going to the meets on Saturdays, but I hated like waking up early and like having like to dedicate my weekend to that. So I was like. Dude, I'm get, I'm just running. Like I don't enjoy this as much as playing soccer or baseball. Like I, yeah. just, all I'm doing is running. Like I don't want to yeah. wake up at five o'clock in the morning to go run on a Saturday morning. Fuck this. So I'd quit after two years. But yeah, well, we did the four by one. So it was like we're trying to run this at Penn Relay. So let's fucking get moving. Yeah, I did. Uh, so it, was, it was a lot of fun. We broke the school record at Penn Relays. It was a good time. That's dope. I did long jump once. Long jump was cool, but I, like I yeah. said, I just waited around all day to jump into a sand pit twice, and then I was like, okay. Yeah, I would. I long jumped at some of the weekend meets. I got a couple medals from those. Um, but I mean, just like good practice to like be in that situation. It's because then that's how that's basically how you like states is. Like it's just like one huge meet with everybody that qualified, right. and that's how they run it. Um, I ended up winning, like, the group one – or, no, I won our – oh, yeah, I won, like, our, like, state things long jump. You won the states and long jump? Not the whole state. It was, like, my group. Oh, okay. My group and my area. So I was Central Jersey group one. So it was, I won the Central Jersey group one long jump. Um. And then I didn't do well at groups where it's all of group one. And then after that, it's world of champs. That's all of the people that who qualify from the group stage. Right. Um, yeah, dude, I ran, I did long jump and I ran the 400 at States at like that, like central Jersey group one. I ran the long jump. I was running through mad times. Cause like you do, you do all your, you get three tries, you do them all. And then the top, however many qualify for like the playoffs. And then, you get three more and then your top from all six becomes what your score is. Um, and I, so I was like, just doing run throughs. I didn't have other events. Well, all these other kids are quick. So they had, we're running like the 100 or the 200. So they would come back all gas and get their warm ups in. And I'm just like running, I'm just doing run throughs. Like that's it chilling. And then after all that, I had to run the 400 and I was literally the eight seed in the 400. It's like based on your best time throughout the year. I was literally the eight seed. So I'm the slowest guy in the best race like, like, oh, it's, a eight, it's an eight lane track yeah. bro i got fucking smoked i was <laughs> gas. these kids are all running like 48 49 second 400s and my best is like a 51 and change and i'm like yo <laughs> i'm getting eaten up right now brother yeah dude i think i only did the 400 like once once or twice so we did like a 400 relay or something like that yeah four I like, by four yeah the four by four was fun that was cool but yeah, we did the four by four. We did those like every meet. I, always, I never ran the four by four. I always wanted to do a pole vault. That looked fun. But I also never was never like, like, yep. I, I, th- I think, well, yeah, that and I never like 
tried it like in practice. Yeah. But every time, like it just my friend, cool. yeah, my friend Craig would do it, and he was pretty nice with it. But he was like this tall, like lengthy motherfucker, like more so than I was, and he was nice as fuck with it. And I'm like, damn, dude, that looks so fun. But like, I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, my boy Kurt was nice at the discus. Um, he ended up going to World of Champs for discus, and that was fun. I didn't have afternoon classes, so I was like, yo, let me go. And it was literally just me, Kurt, and my coach, who was also my soccer coach, who I was boys with, went in his car. Um, and we went, Kurt threw, he didn't do very well. Um, but then we watched this dude run the 100 and the 200. Oh, Jabril Peppers, that's who it was, this dude. We watched Jabril Peppers run the 100 and the 200 and fucking smoke everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then it was him versus my boy in the high jump, and he jumped 7-2, and my boy jumped 7-1. Oh, damn. Like, got... this kid that I played club soccer with. It was maybe the last He's two got standing. the Jabril Peppers ups, huh? Dude, he does. He's he's like tall white boy. He's so athletic. He ended up running. He ran track at UPenn, a fucking Ivy League school. Kid's so smart, like such a good athlete. He would do triathlons for them, where it's like there's like or maybe no decathlons, where it's like ten events and you, you everybody does all ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lex just texted us. I know. Did Hopkins you see it? ACL ten. I was waiting to tell you that. It dude. just came through on my fucking laptop. Oh man, that's tough. That is tough. Who's your backup first baseman? Schwarby. Ooh, Schwarby's going to get some runtime at first base this year then, huh? Maybe. Unless you go out and get someone else. <sighs> that sucks, dude. Yeah, that's tough because that's all. That's he's done for, ACL the, tear, done for the year. That's a like fucking long recovery. Yep, he's done for the year. Reese Poppy. Man, that's – dude, I, I couldn't imagine being like – that close to the season starting and like getting ready to gear up and like get excited with the whole like you know the Phillies are like revamped they got some fucking nice additions to their team like everything's kind of falling yep. together and then like shit like that happens I wonder how it yep. happened I kind of want to see what happened to him yeah I don't know I didn't watch let me uh I'm gonna hop on Twitter see what see what the deal is haven't haven't seen a single I know that's not true I think I've watched like one preseason game I've watched all the ones that were televised except for today. So I was busy at work. I get the notifications that they're on and then I don't watch them. I always forget to watch shit when I'm at work. I always want to and I never do. Routine grounder. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, dude. He's like, it's like a bouncing grounder over like the base of first base. And he, like, turns around to try and track it and just, like, looked like he hyperextended his knee and, like, just went forward and just, like, kind of bounced off the turf. <laughs> That's gross, dude. That's tough. Tough loss to yeah, before the season is, even starts. That's on just such a routine play, too. That sucks. Carlos Correa's going to miss some time, I think. Really? Yeah, from the World Baseball Classic injury. He got hurt in the WBC. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe it was Jose Altuve. Yeah, Jose Altuve broke his thumb. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. The other shortstop guy. He's a second baseman. Cool. Whatever. What's the difference? A lot. Middle infielder guy. <laughs> Middle infielder buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, My G. I'm craving some fucking chicken wings from Emperors, dude. I didn't get it. Oh, any. that's right. Fuck, man. I, feel, I had to take uh, Sleepy Boy home. Sleepy Sleepy McBoy. <laughs> that was funny. My dude was just fucking knocked. Main stage, just 
Hey, I get Kids it. These days. We've all been there. We've all been there at yeah. some point. How come nobody hit him with the salts? <laughs> I think somebody did. It just wasn't working. <laughs> I could use some salts right now, dude. I can't breathe. Maybe you should order some. I'm Bro, they were doing it, salts. Theo Vaughn and Joe Rogan were doing salts on Rogan's podcast. and But they're, I guess he was saying they were like super OD. You should get some of those ones. They're, that's what they're called? Super OD smelling salts? No, they had a crazy name. They had a crazy uh, name. Nostril killer. Like Woofoos or something. <laughs> Woofoos. What the fuck? I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, dude, but I got like post-trip depression. Like knowing like. I just got a... too much work to do depression. Well, yeah, that too. That's definitely a mix of it. But I was just like, damn. I mean, I guess we'll see all the boys and stuff in Mexico again. But I was like, it was just so nice. Like being around all the homies again. Like not having any responsibilities to think about. And just like waking up and doing whatever the fuck we wanted. I wish we would have drank less. Yeah, we did a lot of drinking. I wish we would have drank less and stayed out not as late and done more just like chilling. That's what Andy and I were saying. Like, I kind of wish we explored downtown Savannah a little bit more. Yeah. We pretty much stayed like in that same area, which was cool. That's where all the shit was happening. Right. The t-shirts, like the, the crazy t-shirts, that was great. Dude, they were a hit. They were. Jordan was like, dude, I kind of thought that this shit was dumb when I was doing it, but like, I'm glad we did it. Like, it's fun. It's been like, a, like a conversation starter and like a point for the whole night. Yeah, I got so many compliments, and I, I like told a couple of people, I was like, dude, it's funny. Like, people are complimenting this, but it's, it was literally it's made like to embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, same first thing for bar, me. <laughs> first bar we went to when we went to that brewery. I'm at the brewery, I'm at the bar, and I'm ordering drinks, and this dude, like, this, you can tell, like, just, like, meathead type of dude taps me on the shoulder, yo, that shirt's fucking dope, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dude. (laughs) You fucking clown. (laughs) Dude, we were walking out of that place, and the guy and the girl that were sitting there playing uh, cornhole, they tapped me on the shoulder as I walked by them, and they looked back, and they're like, semen demon nice <laughs> i was just like yeah dude <laughs> i got so many compliments on my shirt that night it was hilarious oh man what a wild night that was like kind of just all over the place with how it ended up yeah dude all over the place you gotta take a some nose blow real, break real weird titty bar though with the fucking you go into this titty bar and you're oh, like hey dude. i'm trying to get in and they're like all right pay us your cover i'm like okay and then they're like oh yeah by the way we also we don't sell any beer in there so you're gonna have to go to this fucking liquor store that's attached to the downstairs of the, of the titty bar grab your fucking beers and then take that beer into you with the titty bar so i'm just walking around titty bar with a 12 pack <laughs> 12 pack of miller bottles <laughs> like, hey, who, who needs one who needs one who needs one dude the guy uh, in the store like the beer store too was like super happy did you notice that he was like so energetic like when we walked in, he was like yo fellas what's going on tonight how y'all doing grab what you need come on let's go and then like that girl like walked in behind us just her and like her friend and they were like very mellow because i feel like they were kind of sketched out about the whole like i don't know going into a titty bar and having to go to this sketchy like station to get like your beer and then go back out and it was just weird and she was and the guy was like Ladies, how we doing tonight? How we like? How we feeling? We doing good? Blah blah blah. And they were just like, yeah, thanks. Like, I'm good. <laughs> and then you got some sour punch straws at the same spot. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, that place was a trip, dude. I uh, uh, I didn't dude, spend a, a single night, dollar there. Good time, good weekend. 
Yeah, it was. Oh, man. Johnny just froze on me. You think he's gone forever? Oh, he's back. I froze? You did on my end. I couldn't see. You were just like, you were just stuck. Talking about your sour punch straws. How were they? I didn't get any. Never mind. I ate them all. I don't even know if you ate them all. I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't eat any. I hope they were good. <laughs> whoever, whoever, imagine you just throwing those up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better than a dollar. <laughs> Yo, throw me a blue one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were all just like chilling. I was like, yeah, dude, we should probably go. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, fucking Fast and Furious 9 was on like above the stage. And Austin and I were just sitting there watching the movie. Like it probably was like... <laughs> Dude, the strippers were probably like, what the fuck? Like, Fast and Furious has your attention? We're just like, nine, yeah, dude. Yes. Not even a good one. Fast and Furious 9. We nine, were literally yeah. shitting on that entire <laughs> franchise on this podcast. I know. Ago. I know. And I was like, just watching that. And Austin and I were literally talking shit about the movie while it was on. We're like, Fast and Furious Dude, this shit's so sucks, booty cheeks. <laughs> but it's way better than these titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad, sadly, it was. Uh... Yeah, they were all kind of shot, but well, we had fun. We had fun, dude. Well, no matter what we do, if we're our big fest together, we'll be we'll find something fun to do. That's what I mean, dude. I wish we just like chilled more and drank less. Dude, it's just like whenever we're together, like around like all of our friends, it's like that's just it's all it's all we know. <laughs> Having the uh, yeah. I, the outdoor area of the house was my favorite part of the house. I think like with the like yeah closed screened in area yeah, screened in area with the tv and we set up like a pong table and all that yeah smoked our cigars out there yeah smoked all our other shit out there too yeah that uh that golf game we played too was fun to kill some time with that while Austin was yeah. snoozing his hangover off just to wake up yeah. and get back to it <laughs> oh man that house was a lot of fucking bob does sports Watch a lot of Bob does sports. Watch some March Madness. Um, I didn't really pay attention to the March Madness though. No, I mean, I was like less into it this I, year. Yeah, my boy asked me if I wanted to be in a Sweet Sixteen bracket, and I just forgot about the text and answer. So he like added me in it today, and was like, and then I was like, oh, I was like, nah. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I didn't, I didn't really watch like that. I was like, he's like, oh, I thought you, I thought you did, and I was like, nah, I was just getting hammered at a bachelor party all weekend, so. <laughs> Kind of, really kind of missed everything. <laughs> yeah, I got some notifications on my phone. That's about it. Right. Whatever. I picked Texas to win it all. They're still alive. I think I picked Alabama. Are they still alive? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure they are. They play Creighton, I think. In Sweet Sixteen. Oh, they should beat Creighton. Yeah, they should. They should definitely beat Creighton. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not into it this year. I don't care. Like, I'm usually, like, pretty excited for March Madness just to have, like, sports to watch and stuff, but. I think if we weren't at the bachelor party, here's the thing. If we weren't there, I would have had all four games up, and I would have watched it, and I would have loved it. You know what I mean? Right. I probably would have went and hung out with TJ and watched a bunch of the games. He's a huge fucking basketball dude, especially college. Um. He had people over and had, like, four TVs going so we could have all the games at once. Like, I would have been doing that. Yeah. And I would have been enjoying it. But, yeah, instead I was having the time of my life. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry is pretty good trade-off. <laughs> yeah, that house was, that house was dope. I uh, 
I didn't realize, like, apparently we were in the ghetto of, like, the outskirts of Savannah, but it didn't feel like that. I didn't that. think it was that bad. Dude. No, me neither. Like, I remember our one Uber driver telling us that, but I didn't, it didn't feel that way. No. Nah. That was what Mayo and Jordan said. They said it was, like, in the ghetto, and I was like, I don't know. I've seen they worse. They seem fine. Yeah. It seems quiet. Yeah. That's I mean, not what we I were, think of when I think of the ghetto. We were definitely the loudest ones there. <laughs> 100%. Except for the motherfucker shooting RPGs through the house next to us. <laughs> the tribe house next to us? Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Definitely not ghetto at all. No. I'll tell you what, that golf course is more ghetto than anything. Facts. <laughs> next to it, like a paper mill, too, and it smelled bad. Yeah. It smelled like asparagus pee. It bad. did. It did the whole time we were fucking golfing, too. Crazy how that works. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, when we pulled up to Emperor's the first night, too. We were driving, like, our Uber was taking us past, like, the paper mill. And, like, everything was just, like, industrial. And I was like, this is a weird spot to have a strip club. Like, where are are we getting murdered right now, dude? Where are we? Then I left my fucking phone there, dude, because I got distracted eating seven pounds of chicken wings. Rookie move. Rookie move, dude. That uh, That was bad. I was feeling so anxious when I realized I lost my phone. Yeah, I would have been, too. And then I called it. We just kept calling it, and some girl picked up, and I was like, hey, is this uh, is this phone at Emperor's? And she was like, yeah, I'm going to leave it with the bartender. And I was like, oh, my God, thank fuck. And then none of the bartenders knew where it was. You had to literally spot it behind the bar to get it back. Dude, if I didn't see it sitting there, I probably wouldn't have gotten it back. I'm surprised that you had the fortitude to, like, look for it. I would have been like, fuck. Well, I was, I dude, it was like my, my, I don't realize how much of a lifeline my phone is. Like, I have no communication with like Maggie or anything, anybody else. Like, all of my like information is there other than my wallet. Like, just so much on your phone that you don't even realize like you need. And, um, so I was like, so Mayo called me an Uber back to the strip club and he came with me. And I walked in there and I was just like, I need to find this. Like, I'm not going to be able to enjoy the rest of my trip if I don't have my phone. Like, it's just going to be yeah. like something that like I think about the whole time. Like, fuck, I need to find my phone. Fuck, I don't have a phone. Like, how am I going to get home? Like, I don't have like uh, Andy could fucking GPS us there, but like, I don't have any of my shit. So then I just remember like walking back and forth to the bars and like not them not having it. And then I just like was like scanning the counter because whoever picked up my phone said that they would leave it with the bartender. And it was just like leaned up against the cash register. And I was like, that looks like my phone. What the fuck do you mean you don't have my phone? So I literally had to ask her. I can see it. I literally had to ask her. I was like, I I pointed to it, like leaning over the bars. Like, I think that's my phone. Can you please just check? And she like annoyingly was like, oh, whatever. And like clicked it on. And she was like, what's your background? And I said, it's a picture of my girlfriend standing on a rock. She's like, here you go. (laughs) And we have done this 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago when I walked in and asked if you had my phone. (laughs) And then you lied to me. Yeah, right? Made me do all this extra work. I got a fucking drunk guy and an Uber driver waiting for me outside. And it was pouring ass rain, too, the whole time. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was downpouring, dude. I don't remember that part. Well, because it wasn't raining when we went back. Like, when you and Austin left, we left probably, like, two hours after that. And it wasn't raining. And then we got home. started raining as we were getting out of our Uber to go home. And that's when I, like, reached my pocket and was like, fuck, I don't have my phone. Right after I mm. made fun of Mayo for losing his the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Yeah, she works quick, too. She does work quick. Um, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? You got anything? 
Not really, dude. Um, I'm honestly kind of surprised. Like I made oh. it this far without choking on my uh, mucus. I got something. All right, hit me. So Lex and I went to the Sixers game on Monday night. Oh yeah, how was that? Double was overtime, good, right? Double OT. So she had told me she was like, "Oh, like we should look at Sixers tickets. Like we've never been to a game before, like together. Um, like that's something I want to do." I was like, "All right, like let's check it out." And then we kind of like forgot about it for a couple weeks, and then like randomly, I was like, "I'm gonna buy tickets to this Bulls game. You should take off work." And she was like, "All right." Um, so yeah, we went, dude. It was a good time. Um. I didn't drink. It was weird not being drunk there. Honestly, like being at a sporting event, not drunk, hooting and hollering is so different. <laughs> yeah. I smoked my one hitter like three times before I went in, but it's just different because I'm not like yelling at the players as much. Right. I'm more like watching the game and analyzing and like talking to Lex about like what I'm seeing on the court and being like, that was good. That was bad. That was a bad decision. And here's why. Um, it's I love it, dude. I love just sitting on the stands and like getting a bird's eye view of everything and like really seeing like how shit breaks down. Um, and then, dude, they were they played like shit, bro. It was so bad. The halftime score was forty to forty four. Oh my god, both teams. I'm like, played. dude, that's a that's a pace of eighty to eighty eight. That's a pace of a college game, dude. Dude, it was like three to two in the first like after five minutes had gone. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is like horrendous. Baseball score. Yeah. Um, and Lex was like, well, they're not down by much. I'm like, well, it's a good thing they're playing some bumps. <laughs> and yeah, dude, the game ended up going to double OT. It was honestly. Sixers lost. It was kind of terrible. The refs were bad, big time favoring the Bulls the whole game. I heard that. Um, called some very questionable fouls. One of them was we were on Sixers were on offense, and Joel Embiid was like under the bucket. Somebody shoots, and then they called a foul on Joel Embiid, and like he, so they showed a replay on the big screen, and you couldn't really see Embiid's like arms. And I'm like, oh, maybe you pushed him. Like I'm, I'm just gonna assume that he pushed him. And then they showed another angle, and his arms never even went up. His arms stayed at his side the entire time. Did he just, just straight what, chilling? Was he trying to get a rebound or what? Like why did they? No, call he foul wasn't even him? trying. He was. I don't know. <laughs> just and he fucking... ended up fouling out on a very weak, another very very weak foul call with like three and a half minutes left in the second overtime. Such bullshit, dude. That's what it like ruins yeah. the NBA for me. Is the fucking egregious but foul calls. Tyrese Maxey looks really good. James Harden terrible. He had like five points. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, dude. He had he had like five points, and at the end of the first overtime, or it was the end of the of regulation, he was like, oh, no, 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 it was the it was the end of the first overtime. There was like forty seconds left, and he like the, you know the 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 Bulls score, and then there's like forty seconds left, and you know Harden gets the ball, and he's fucking bringing it up slow as fuck and then he's like very casually just like jogging towards the lane and then just like loses the ball when he's like a few steps from the paint and gets it taken away and i'm like bro are you fucking kidding what me the fuck are first you of doing? all with 40 seconds in the game you got to go quick get That's a emergency. shot off within 10 seconds you get a shot off within 10 seconds right then there's 30 seconds left that means you're gonna get another possession and the game was tied right. so at that point two possessions to one bro like that, like you got to try to get the two for one there. That's right. your, that's got to be your goal. Instead, you're fucking lazy, bringing the ball up, lazy handling the ball, turn it over, and just like are a fucking schmuck. And you've scored five points all game. That's just get the fuck out of here. Is that uh, James Harden's career in Philly coming to an end after this season? You think? I hope so, dude. I never, I never thought he was great when we when he came here, but. We didn't give much up. We gave up Ben Simmons and, you know, some miscellaneous things like. Right. Who isn't good and, you know, wasn't even playing. 
So right. I don't think that the trade was bad. I but I don't see a reason to keep him much longer, dude. Yeah, he's definitely past his prime. He's not the James Harden of, yeah. of past. And he just slows the whole tempo down and like let Tyrese Maxey be the one. Tyrese Maxey looks so good, bro. He was he was hitting threes. He was fucking driving. He is so crafty and such a good finisher at the rim. Like he's always just like somehow like keeping the ball away from the fenders and getting like a little like layup off within two feet of the rim and like it doesn't always go in, but it's always very close if it doesn't. Like, he makes some circus shots. Right. He he came off of – somebody set a pick for him around the foul line. He rolled off of that, called it, finished turning, fading away from the, the top of the three, drained it. I'm like, dude, that was J.J. Redick. I just saw J- <laughs> J.J. Redick rolling off a pick, hitting a falling away three. That's J.J. Redick in Tyrese Maxey's body, and you can't convince me otherwise. Maybe maybe it is, dude. Maybe they hit the old switcheroo, and Tyrese Maxey's actually an ESPN analyst now, but in J.J. Redick's body. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, And Toby even, you know, he kind of stepped up in that second overtime without – uh, Embiid. Embiid actually got hurt yesterday. He didn't. So they played the Bulls yesterday. They waxed them by like 40. Could have done that like when I was there. Right. It was 76 to 48 at the half. Oh my God. Um, And yeah, waxed them. Embiid, I think, played like 20 minutes. He was like 12 and 7 in about 20 minutes, but he got hurt. So he didn't play at all in the second half. Um, Toby had like 20 points, nine assists, eight boards, or nine boards, eight assists. So like, you know, flirting with a triple, triple or triple, double, triple, 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 triple. God damn. Um, hundred points, hundred rebounds, hundred assists, <laughs> one game. <laughs> DeAnthony Mellon had himself a good game last night too. It's like some of the pieces are good. Also, another thing I was thinking about when I was watching this game is Corkmaz doesn't play at all. And like, he got clowned for requesting a trade, but he went from like being like a key rotational player who's getting minutes every single night to not playing at all. So, like, if you're him, you've never been, like, a star. But if you think that you can, you know, be a rotational piece somewhere else, it benefits you to be like, hey, if you're not going to play me at all, can you trade me somewhere where I can be, like, number seven or eight and, like, get minutes off the bench on a consistent basis if you're never going to play me? And he got clowned for requesting a trade, but I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, he, who the fuck is he to have the clout to request a trade? But, like. I get it. Just be like, hey, like if you know you're not gonna play me, and you. Well, why did he stop getting playing time? Is there a specific reason? He's just like not that special. Oh, so he's not that good. Yeah, we have better, you know, players. I mean, yeah. I mean, for his career, if he thinks he can go be an impact player somewhere else. I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, but I mean, they kept them because they weren't gonna get shit for him, probably because he's not that fucking good. Yeah, it's like trade you for what, dude? A bag of chips? Go sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm ready for the NBA playoffs, dude. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, it should be good. Let's uh, look at the standings real quick. Oh, dude, I sent you that uh, tweet of the fucking Premier League standings, the bottom of the table. Yeah, dude. Dude, between like eight or nine and the and bottom 20, of the table, it's like a it's few like, points. Yeah. I could get so, shaken up like within a few weeks too, because there's still there's still good so amount easily, of games dude. left. There's yeah. still a good amount of games left, and like those teams are gonna have to play each other still. Uh huh. Um. So the East is Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets. That's top six that are automatically in, and then it's um, Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls. They would be the play in, and then Pacers, Wizards have a shot. To get into that 10 spot? 
Um, but Knicks Cavs first round, dude, that would be a good that would be a good series. I honestly like both of those teams. Yeah, I think, dude, it's like they're very equally talented teams, and they're I feel like they're both yeah. at the same stage of like developing the team that they have. Um, yeah, they're not quite like top of the conference yet, but they've but shown like, flashes of like they've oh, shown shit. flashes, and they can they can play with the big dogs. Right. Yeah, there are definitely teams, two teams that are capable of making a run, like if they catch fire. Yeah. Yeah. So then what, the Sixers would get the Nets in the first round? Ooh, Ben Poppy, what's up? Ben Poppy, what's up? Let me, Joel, and bead these nuts in your mouth, dude. Dude, the Nets that are is. like, the Nets are just like a lost cause, I feel like, man. Like, Well, the Nets and the Heat are actually both 13 games back of first. The Heat have one more win and one more loss. Yeah, but I so, feel like the Heat have a better, they just have a better team on paper. Yeah, and I think the, I think the Heat are better. So that's what I'm saying. They could jump into that sixth spot, and then it'd be Sixers Heat in the first round, and that I'm scared of. Really? Jimmy in the playoffs. Bam Bio's no yeah. joke, dude. Tyler Hero, like they got a good little squad. They just like really haven't put it all together, and they haven't been healthy at all this year. But like Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is good. I like Jimmy a lot. I wish we can keep him. Keep him. Get rid of Harden. I forget that Jimmy Butler played for the Sixers. I loved him, dude. Butler's a dog. He is a dog. Him and JoJo are like... Dog! Yeah, they're a good combo. They're a great combo, dude. If we had right now Tyrese Maxey, Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid... Oh, butter. Slap your grandma. That is a mean... That would be a mean trio. I think he just wanted to like live in Miami. I don't think it was anything of like... Oh, I don't want to play for the Sixers. I think he's just like has the option to go play basketball and live in Miami, and that just is a little more enticing. Dude, like, than sounds Philly. better than Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Silly choice. Um, in the West, we got Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Clippers, Warriors. In your top six, automatically in, and then Timberwolves, Thunder, Mavs, Lakers would be the the play in there. And then Jazz Pelicans have a chance. So they're only a half game back from the Lakers. So those, either any one of those three. Did you see John Moran oh, came the, back? Yeah, I did. See Mark Cuban's thing about protesting the his his team's loss against the Warriors the other night because his team didn't know that they were on defense. Wait, what? How do you not know you're yeah. on defense? So the ball went out of bounds off the Mavericks, and the refs called it off the Mavericks, and then there was a timeout. And I guess for some reason the Mavericks thought that they were getting the ball, they were getting the ball at half court, and like because like a timeout or something. They thought they thought it was their ball, so the timeout they thought moved it to half court. So none of their defenders were on the defensive side of the ball, but all of the Warriors were on their offensive side of the ball, and the refs just like all right, like blew the whistle to like let people know that the game was being played. They passed it in to no defense, and the dude just – And they ended up losing by two. They ended up losing by two. And they were talking about it on um, PTI today, and they were like, dude, your players didn't know what the fuck is going on. It was called out of bounds on your team initially. It was always out of bounds on your team initially, like like throughout the entire time. It's not the ref's fault that your team didn't know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> right. That's not the rest job to inform them. Like, hey, you guys should probably play some defense here. Like, right? <laughs> Maybe if it's rec ball and these kids are six. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
You're a professional, dog. You should know what's going on in the game all the time. Yeah, how does not one player realize that either? Like, how is the whole team just like, all right? Yeah. So the other ref thing that happened was Devin Booker said that the refs had an agenda because the Lakers had like 46 free throws and the Suns had 20. He was like, yeah, dude, the refs were bad. Like, you could tell the NBA has an agenda or like they have a certain agenda to follow, blah, blah, blah. About like trying to get the Lakers into the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. No way, dude. The NBA has an agenda. We know this. Yeah. So does the NFL with Patrick Mahomes. They all got agendas, dude. Yeah. The MLB. The success of the league in certain teams and certain markets definitely benefits them as a league. Oh, for overall. sure. For sure. And they know that. And they're like, hey, let's fuck with some shit. Money, baby. Let's fuck, fuck with some shit to make it more entertaining and more money. Yep. And then it's less entertaining. But there's always more money because money always goes up. That's how it works. Yep. Did you see that Iran and Saudi Arabia are going to start selling their oil in the yen? In yen? In yen. Like the currency? Chinese currency. Yeah. Really? No longer in the U.S. dollar. What does that even mean, though? Can't you just, like, can't you just change it from yen to dollar? Maybe, but apparently it's going to hurt the value of the U.S. dollar. So that means gas is probably going to be stupid expensive again? Iran and Saudi Arabia. And then now it's in the yen. Huh. Yeah. Can't wait to pay $7 a gallon for gas then. It's going to be nice. Dude, the U.S. has a shit ton of fucking oil. They just don't drill it. Yeah, I don't know why we don't. I mean, it's not great for the environment, but save a lot of money. Yeah. And like. Isn't Alaska, isn't Alaska sitting on like a fuck ton of oil? Yeah, and they don't want to drill it. Because of the environment, which I get, but, like, you can't, like, stop society for, like, you need to improve, like, society, but, like, you you can't just be, like, okay, we have all this infrastructure, now we're going to switch it up, do a 180 and go in the opposite direction. Right, that's going to fuck so many things adapt, up. Adapt right now. But nobody has the ability to afford a crisis like that. Right. Especially, like, now. Like you have to go buy a new fucking electric vehicle. Can't. Nobody can afford that. No. The number Damn. of people that are, like, defaulting on their auto loans is really high right now. Really? I mean, yeah, it makes... Like, that are, like, 90 days past due. It makes sense, dude. And I feel like prices of cars are... I mean, price of anything is just going to keep going up, bro. Like, when does it fucking end? It'll end soon. It's going to pop. It's kind of like started to like pop and deflate a little bit, but I think it's going to fucking burst soon. There's Good. a lot of layoffs coming, a lot of layoffs, and I think we're going to be hitting a, a bit of a recession here. It kind of feels like we already are in one, bro. Yeah, we're we're at like the the front end of it, I think. I think it's going to get a, a, a decent bit worse. Yeah. Uh, hope I don't get laid off. That would suck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like my job. I like having money. Well, I mean, if we get laid off, then, you know, we could just, like, spend more time putting this podcast together. Maybe we can get, like, three or four listeners on a regular basis. True. I feel like we get more than that now. I'm Like, a bunch of our friends listen to our podcast, like, pretty, not religiously, but, you know, Mayo, Andy listens. That's it. <laughs> I think Jordan listens. I Jordan, think Waldo yeah, listens. Jordan and Waldo listen. 
we get a, probably a bunch of random people from around the world that just are like random roommates. What the fuck? Stumble upon us. That's the thing. That's dude. me. I'm looking for some random dude. We need to. I know we say this so much, but we just need to get better at like social media marketing. It's just like so time consuming. Yeah. Like we to, need to like put the videos together and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like if we were, if we were hey, still. Hey, if fucking... any of you devoted fans want to like say, "Haha, this made me laugh," and the random roommates, I'd like to make a clip of that and put it on their social media. You let us know. We might have we might have a free job for you. Free job, volunteer work. Free, free job as in not like it's free to give out. Like free as in you're not getting paid. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but hey, we might give you like you know a smooch or something. I smooch you. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Because I guess you at I'll least you, on the cheek. I'll let you hit Austin smelling salt. Yeah, I, I do that for you. <laughs> oh man! All right, you want to get out of here? I'm about to go eat some dinner. Yeah, let's do it. Short All right. one tonight, Short, but um, yeah, we'll be back again next week. Hopefully, I can not sound like Squidward. I would say follow us on the <laughs> socials, but like we're not even on there. Yeah, so why did you call me last night? So to... last night I texted Kenny. I was like, "Yo." Trying to push back the the pod recording tonight. I got fucked by allergies and I kind of smell sound like Squidward right now. And you said something hilarious, bro. You're like McSquidboy Jones. <laughs> Let's go, McSquidboy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the text you sent me this morning, the last on Denzel Curry's album is gold. Fire Money. fucking song. Dude. Hold on, before we get out of here, I want to read some of the lyrics because, dude, it's all about like I haven't pulled up. I literally, yeah, dude. It's so good, bro. I like the bar he ha- he has where it says, bring a mask for the whole day. We ain't trying to get sick, so we walk around with no face. Yeah. The USA is a cold place. Cold world, cold world. We don't even we got, got a North, North face. face. Bars, bro. Um, Let's see what we got his, here. I think it's his first, uh, his, or maybe his second verse, but he has something about... Um, where is it? Oh, stayed off the net. Now I'm constantly reading. You say the wrong thing, you get canceled for tweeting. Yeah. Looking for answers. That's what I've been seeking. The ones with influence I'll never be teaching. Industry color is Can't fuck with the government. What can I say? I like how uh, when he says that, that bar too like his cadence of his voice goes down so it's like can't fuck with the government what can i say caught me some other shit can't fall in love with it and it's just like the, the uh flow and cadence he has in that fucking bar is so nice i say a prayer not to to not be the prey pose with the drama od then they turn around and throw the drama on me yeah dude his uh i know i've said this to you a bunch but like that whole album is like that like he, uh, my favorite song on that album is X Wing, and it's all about him saying like, yeah, it, like his come up, how he didn't have the nicest shit, and now it's like he's fucking living this luxurious life. But the song low key, like, if you listen to it without listening to it, it's like a banging like trap song almost. But like the lyrics are very like heavy hitting. Dude, you know what's funny is you were playing that in the crib, and it was oh it yeah, I played it on the TV. It takes Mad Long for him to say the X-Wing part, like, yeah. for that chorus to come through. Like, it doesn't come in for, like, Mad Long in the beginning of the song, and I didn't know that. So I'm listening to it, and I was about to say, yo, Johnny, is this that, like, a remix of that X-Wing joint? It just sounds like the same exact, like, beat and flow. And then he said it, and I was like, I'm glad I didn't say anything, because I'm going <laughs> to sound like a dumbass. <laughs> well, yeah, he says, uh, 
like something turn that shit to a Skywalker's like because that's what that's what Luke Skywalker flies is the X-wing. Right, right, right. And he says like it's pretty much him starting out with an X-wing, and he's like, if I if I get any bigger, I turn that shit to a Skywalker. And uh, yeah, it's just fucking bars, dude. Denzel Curry, like I feel like is so slept on as like a lyrical rapper. I think he is too. So slept on, dude. He's one of the, he's becoming like one of those artists that's up there with like Kendrick and Cole for me, where it's like everything he puts out, I'm gonna like he, just because I like know what to listen for when I listen to Denzel Curry. Yeah, fire lyricism. Fire and lyricism. He's always gonna have a good beat on it, right? And that's what I'm saying. He always makes it sound good. Like it's music you can listen to without listening to, but then when you do like actually listen to it, it's like oh fuck, like it hits heavy. Yeah. I That's think, how I felt about the Soul Sold separately too, though. But I think this was a little better. Oh yeah, I think, dude. I think uh, "Melt My Eyes to Your Future" is the best rap album made in probably the past five years. Like it's it's that good for me. Like I haven't had that feeling since probably like Tits. No, that <clears throat> dude. Tits is like, oh my god. I don't. I'm never gonna like hit that again. Like that wasn't even like a oh like lyrical shit. That was just like a. Okay, like this is like if you took the epitome of what I like in rap music and made a concept album out of it, like that's what that was. Like my whole like I love I've always loved like space and galaxy and Star Wars and like nerdy shit. And like the concept of like making a movie out of an album like Tarantino-esque was like the epitome of like my my personality, dude. And like I remember discovering that album or listening to it when Logic dropped it and being like, I yeah, I, like I liked Logic. Like he was a good rapper. He's somebody that I listened to. But then he dropped that album and I was like, oh fuck, dude, this is like my shit. This was I felt like it was made for me. That's why I liked it so much. Maybe he did make it for you, dude. Maybe. And then I went. It was uh, funny you say that, dude. Uh, like last week was the six year ago like anniversary of when I saw went and saw him in Colombia on that tour. Or not six, maybe it was longer than that. Six or six or eight it years. Feels so. like it's been longer than that. Twenty sixteen, so seven years. So hey, we'll split the difference. Split the diff. There's actually a book called Never Split the Difference. I want to read it. You should. That should be your next book. It might be. There's other ones that I want to read though. Uh how's your uh how's your other book coming along? Your March book. Good. Um so it's about uh, Jews during Nazi yeah. reign. It's it's good. I read the first two. Um, I like the way it is. It's not you don't just read the journal, right? It's like the author will like kind of describe what they're what that person's going through, and then th- there will be excerpts from the journal. Like here's what they actually wrote during that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Um, it makes me think that the 15 minute cities are going to be a lot like the ghettos that the Jews were in. I know I might get crucified for saying that, but dude, we almost stopped this fucking podcast two times already. So nobody's listening. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, low key, like the, like they were in the last journal that I read, they were fucking for everyone was forced into these ghettos and then like they had to move and like, you're only allowed to be awake at certain times or like outside of your house at certain times. And, like, Could you, you imagine if it was you had to be awake? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know what to tell you. I can't fall asleep. <laughs> you're standing over and, my like, bed, you, pointing a gun at me. Like, how am I supposed to sleep? You had to get you had to get special permissions to go like to another ghetto, and it's like that sounds like the 15 minute cities, dog. Um. So yeah, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, the more I hear about that, the more I want to just move out into the middle of nowhere. Right. Give me some internet. I'll be cool. 
No, I don't even need the internet. Nah, I gotta play my Xbox, dude. Come on now. I'm not trying to be a you fucking can play Xbox on the internet, dude. It, it, yeah, but not the fun way. That's true, and you wouldn't be able to download games without internet. Right. You almost need internet now to play Xbox. It's kind of whack. Unless I just went back and got like a 360 and played some old school type shit, but I'm trying to get that new new. That's what I would end up doing. I'll bring my old video games out to the middle of nowhere with me. Have no internet. I'll just have solar panels. I'll have like a sophisticated rain catching system for water. I'll have like a the water you're catching is probably stove. gonna be filled with acid by that point. You gotta filter it. Too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I need to get some filters. Like some crazy filters or whatever they're going to be pumping out there. Yeah. But yeah, I was telling Lex, I was like, I just want to live as far in the middle of nowhere so they just forget about me. Um, And she was like, you're kind of scaring me. And I was like, (laughs) that's not the point, but like good, like kind of at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was just Um, funny how you like, like, you started that. We're like, so I, uh, Loki scared the shit out of Lex the other day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which is like, yeah, like it is scary. Like it, sh- it scares me when I think about it because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do if the government comes knocking on my door and wants to fucking move us somewhere? Yeah. You know what? Like this is going to sound fucked, but you know what comforts me when I like start thinking about shit like that? I literally have one thought and this is going to sound like super dark, but like and I don't mean it in like a dark way, but I, I think to myself like, dude, we're floating on a rock in the middle of space. Nothing matters. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm good. I'm just going to keep on living yeah that's true like nothing i do nothing anybody ever does will matter one day like in the grand scheme of things we won't even be like the human species won't even be a thing like fucking who knows how long from now who knows probably not very i'm just trying to hear like trying to fucking enjoy my time that i got here and make the most out of it so whenever i think of something that like that's kind of like how i was telling you how like sometimes when i when i would smoke i would get like super anxious like that's that's how you like what you told me you're like dude you just gotta think like oh i'm just chilling like that's the thought i go to it's like oh nothing matters dude i'm fine yeah it's crazy how the nothing matters mindset is like two totally different ways because some people are like bro nothing matters like fuck all this shit and they're like angry at the world and then there's that point of view where it's like Bro, nothing matters, dude. Who gives a fuck? And that's <laughs> yeah. that's like so freeing. And like there's and, and then that combined with life is very finite. Like, why wouldn't you try to enjoy that and try to see like the, all the good in your life? You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Like nobody like, like think about it. Anybody outside of like this planet that we even know of that doesn't have this opportunity that we of life. Like, we don't know of any other life. We can't be like, oh, yeah, six planets down. No, it's there for sure, though. Oh, for sure, but not, like, anywhere close to us. Like, there's not going to be any time where we find that anytime soon. We don't have, we're not even close to the technology we needed to find, like, life outside of Earth. Unless yeah. they come to us. It's the only time. Yeah, unless they come to us. I saw this video of this dude, um, and he was, like, an ex-military um, pilot. And he was like, dude... We used to see campers out late at night, and we'd be like, yo, yo, let's do a UFO. And he's like, basically, he was like, dude, we do this crazy maneuver maneuver, and, like, turn our lights all on and off and shit. And sure enough, next day, you look at the news, UFO sighting reported, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What a bunch <laughs> of fucking assholes. That's Dick funny ass. as shit. It is funny, but fuck you, because, like, I actually want, like, to see real shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, your fakeness isn't helping. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny, though. I felt the same way. I was like, damn, dude. Is that what about that one time I thought I saw a UFO? <laughs> it's probably some guy up there in a plane just being a dickhead. 
It probably was because we had a fire, dude. We had my boy's band was playing in the backyard, his backyard, and then we we all could have swore we saw a UFO. It was wild. Yeah. But we're also right near Fort Dix, like Air Force Base. <laughs> And McGuire Air Force Base, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, maybe the it's, it was a UFO, but they're flying into Fort Dix. Like maybe the military is communicating with them. It was just like ah, they people don't fucking know. Way more likely, it was the fucking some military dude fucking yeah, with us for sure. <laughs> Hi, Damn, that's upsetting. <laughs> Shucks. Oh, uh, it's okay. I wasn't putting all my alien beliefs on that, so. <laughs> Some people do. Some people do. They see one thing that like they can't confirm. They're like, ah, they're real. Ah, tinfoil hat. More so, it's me just knowing like how big the universe is. Like they have to be. They have the probability yeah. of them existing is more likely than them not. So I'm gonna. I saw it's almost like known that there's like fucking black holes that go to fourth dimensions, and there's other living species on the other side of black holes. You want to check it out? You want to try it? I would love to, bro. Just hop into a black hole. Yeah. All right, let's do it. What do we need? Just next like... week's episode, we'll bring our mics with us to record it. <laughs> what do we need? Just like a, a big trampoline? <laughs> Just jump. <laughs> <laughs> we probably need some sort of satellite or rocket to even come close to the nearest black hole, if I had to guess. But I don't know if a trampoline's enough juice to get us there. <laughs> maybe hey maybe uh, we get up to space where zero gravity finally hits and then we just jump in the direction towards a black hole off a trampoline like swimming we won't even need to swim we'll just we jump once and then like our there's no gravity so there's nothing pulling you back down so you just jump the trampoline and you're just on that path towards a black hole for however long it takes to get there trillions of years probably <laughs> but what if we didn't age oh that would suck we'd come back and everybody would be dead We'd come back and life on Earth probably wouldn't even exist. Yeah. It'd be that long. Also, we'd. I'm not going home. We would for sure be dead because we would have no oxygen left to breathe. Oh, bro, come on. We got it like that. Fish in the space. Bro, bro, just put your fucking hands over your nose. You'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, man. One of the books that I'm thinking about getting for my next one is called Breathe, actually, all about like why breathing is so important. That should be your next March, your next uh, April book. And it might be. Back. I kind of want to get they ha- they make tape. They ha- you could use regular tape, but like a lot of people will tape their mouth shut so they breathe. It forces you to breathe through your nose when you're sleeping because so many people sleep through their breathe through their mouths when they're sleeping, and it's like so bad for you, allegedly. Um, I'm thinking about trying it out because I'm fucking gullible. I I would try that and out. And my but... nose is always stuffed, and I know that I sleep through my mouth, and I think if I breathe through my nose more. I would feel a lot better. Or you'll choke yourself if you can't breathe through your nose. I think it'll just open up. Yeah, if I tried that right now, I would definitely suffocate. I'm not getting anything through these nostrils. Also, my sister got me a book a couple Christmases ago that I haven't read yet. And it's called um, The Plot to Kill George Washington, America's First Conspiracy. Mm, Ooh, that's going to be a banger. Right? I, that sounds I've, interesting. I've been there, but I've had like m- more like pertinent things that I wanted to read. Fuck the breathing shit. Read that one next. I want to hear about that. All right. All right. <laughs> I already have it, too. I don't have to buy it. Bet. Yeah, it's got to be your next one. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, catch you next week. Have a great weekend. Smooch your neighbor. Smooches. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not ready to hit stop yet. Okay, here we go.